Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the season kickoff of the Burning It Down Racing Podcast. My name is Bryson Foster, and I'm joined once again by my co-host. And I'm Ben Walton, back for season two of Burning It Down Racing Podcast. Excited to preview the season and all the action that's coming up at Daytona. Yeah, we have a lot to get into today. We're going to preview everything from the cup side to the truck side to the Xfinity side. This NASCAR season is going to be a lot of fun. I personally think it's going to be one of the best yet. Um, And we'll be here along with you the whole season, giving you news and a little bit of our own opinion as well. So, Ben, without further ado, let's get into it. This week is Speed Weeks at Daytona, so the first week of the season. Um, So, Ben, run down the schedule for us. I mean, we got a lot of action starting on Tuesday and going all the way to Sunday. So this is going to be the first time basically since – they brought this whole Speed Week promotion going on where it's not Speed Weeks anymore. It's Speed Week in an effort to help cut costs and everything. So the clash, all, all the practices, the duels, and the races are going to be within a week. So it's going to be a lot of track action going on. But as the offseason comes to a close, Tuesday uh, will be the clash. That is going to be moved to the road course. And then on Wednesday, they'll turn the track back over to the Oval with practice and qualifying for the Cup Series. And then it will be the duels on Thursday, the truck race on Friday, Xfinity on Saturday, and then the Daytona 500 will be, as usual, on a Sunday. Yeah, so definitely going to be interesting. Like Ben said, the clash on the road course. Then we go right back on Wednesday to practice and qualifying on the oval, the duels, which will decide the rest of the field. So qualifying will decide uh, who will start on the front row for the 500. The duels will decide the rest of the field. So you'll have some interesting storylines. Drivers who don't qualify in that front row will have to race in. Um, and then the trucks are back in action on Friday. Last year, that was a great race. Photo finish between Grant Enfinger and Jordan Anderson. The Xfinity race was good as well. No Gragson gaining, uh, getting the win. And the 500 starts it all off. A lot of stuff will be going down on the 500. That is on Valentine's Day. So love will be in the air as NASCAR takes the field. So, Ben, let's get into it. Let's look at these teams uh, for the Cup season. Some moving and shaking, along with uh, some veterans returning. So let's start it off. So let's look at Joe Gibbs Racing first. Uh, Denny Hamlin will be in the 11. Denny Hamlin coming off of a final four championship appearance last year. Still looking for that first championship that has eluded him his whole career. Kyle Busch, after a one-win campaign last year back in the 18. Uh, Kyle Busch did not have a good season last year uh, by any means. He wasn't his normal form but he will look to get back on track this season. And Martin Truex Jr. is back in the 19 once again. He is signed through 2021, and he's currently discussing a new contract, which I think will definitely get done. Martin Truex Jr. is one of the best drivers um, in NASCAR, and I think that uh, Gibbs will like to uh, keep him under contract. Newcomer for Joe Gibbs is in the 20. Eric Jones, who drove last season, is out. Uh, Christopher Bell is in. He will drive the 20 this season. He's on a one-year deal. Um, so there you go. There's Joe Gibbs racing. Ben, what are your expectations for this team? Do you think they get back on track this year? Uh, how many cars do you think they get in the championship for? And uh, do you think Kyle Busch and Truex get back on track after, you know, I would say disappointing years last year? Yeah, I think Kyle Busch would definitely be the biggest one. I have a 
bounce back. He's got a new crew chief. Adam Stevens is out, and they put Ben Bashore, which worked with him in the 54 a few years ago in the Xfinity series. And he had some success with him. So hopefully they can put something together and uh, get him back on top because, I mean, only getting one one win last year, missing the playoffs, uh, just not having the chemistry that him and Adam Stevens were used to have was pretty disappointing. Uh, Turex, uh yeah, you know, he'll hopefully be kind of looking for the same thing. You know, Denny Hamlin, again, kind of carried that team through the whole season. And Eric Jones, you know, was pretty quiet. So Christopher Bell, I think, is going to hopefully be able to have a strong fourth, uh, you know, car race this year. Next team we're going to talk about is Hendrick Motorsports. Uh, Chase Elliott is back in the nine. He's looking to repeat as champion. He is the reigning defending champion who will look to do it again this season. William Byron returns to the 24, looking to build off a strong campaign from last season, getting his first win. He's got a new crew chief there, uh, so I expect big things from William Byron this year. Alex Bowman also is changing the number from 88 to 48. He will be filling Jimmy Johnson's shoes. Alex Bowman is signed through 2021. And I'm pretty sure he will be back. Uh, we'll see. I think he'll have a good season this year as well. Um, new driver for Hendrick is Kyle Larson, who will be in the five. Um, he is, you know, on uh, a new team this season. He's new to the team. He's in the five, and he's returning after a one-year one year hiatus after he said some racial remarks. Uh, but he is back. He's learned from his mistakes, um, and he's going to, you know, get back to racing this year. Ben, what are your expectations for this team? Chase had a strong campaign, came on late to win the championship. Uh, this team had a good season, right? They had three of their four cars get a win, which for the first time in a while hadn't happened. Do you think they'll build off of that this year? I hope so. I mean, now going into like an all pretty young lineup uh, is going to be a, kind of a big change. I think Bowman is the oldest one at 29, which is pretty crazy. And I think the average age is like, 24 25 or something like that so definitely a shift uh in the future for hendrick motorsports i think it's really bright uh looks like you know i hope this lineup will kind of be consistent for a while in the future uh it'd be interesting to see how larson fits in i think he'll fit in well but i think uh, elliot's still going to be the kind of the the leader of the team right now that he is the champion on it but i don't know if larson has a breakout season it's going to be really interesting uh to continue to watch this team yeah, I agree. I think Hendrick took a step in the right direction. And uh, like you said, the future is very bright there. Uh, from Hendrick, we moved to Stuart Haas Racing. Um, first off, Kevin Harvick had a great year, monster season wins-wise. Um, he's back in the four. He's looking to avenge his playoff elimination in the round of eight. He probably should have been in the championship four, but he wasn't. I expect Kevin Harvick to have a strong campaign this season back in the four. Eric Almirola is back in the 10. He's looking to build off a strong season. He led a lot of laps, didn't get a win. He did lead a lot of laps, won a lot of stages. He's signed through 2021. Most likely, if Smithfield does cut the check, he will be back. Um, but we will see there. In the 14, uh, Clinton Boyer, who had been there for a while, has retired. He's going to the Fox Sports booth. Uh, and Chase Briscoe will drive the number 14. It's his rookie campaign. He's up for rookie of the year. Chase Briscoe had a great season last year in Xfinity. Wasn't able to cap it off with a championship, but he definitely was, I would say, arguably the best driver last season. Of course, got to look at the champion, but he had a great season. 
Uh, and Cole Custer is back in the 41. It's his sophomore season. Got a win last year. Um, it was a very exciting race in Kentucky when he won. Still gives me goosebumps to think about. Um, but, Ben, this team is young with Briscoe and Cole Custer. Still has some veterans with Harvick and Amarola. Uh, this team has a good mix. What are your expectations for Stuart Haas Racing? And will we see another dominant campaign for one of these four drivers? Yeah, we'll have to see how, uh, you know, it goes for the three other cars. Harvick kind of, you know, he's been the consistent leader of this team, notching off, you know, double-digit wins last year. Almarola's been consistent, but just isn't quite a, you know, a contender in the race throughout the year. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. Boyer hasn't really been on top of his game, you know, when he came to the 14 in this past you know, two years, I should say, kind of the end of while he was at Stuart House Racing. Custer, while he did get a win at Kentucky, didn't really do anything in the playoffs as a rookie, which is all right. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm still waiting to see who the second driver is going to be. I think it'll be a good battle. If I had to pick, I'm going to go with probably Briscoe. I think, he, I think he's got more of an edge than Cole Custer when it comes to driver ability. You know, he comes from a dirt background. So I feel like he's going to get a lot of that out of that 14 car. So I'm excited to see how that's going to play out. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think Chase Briscoe will be the number two driver. Um, I think, though, for both of these young guys, Briscoe and Custer, I think um, glimpses will definitely be there this season. I don't think they'll put it all together yet. But I think they have a good young core surrounded by veterans that they can learn from. So expect a lot from Stuart Haas this season. Next, we go to Penske. I would say this is probably the last of the championship contenders of the big teams, right? Uh, Joey Logano, back in the 22, got to the Final Four last season. Ben, that's your guy right there, Joey Logano. Um, expect a big year for him. Brad Keselowski re-signed. He's back in the two, which I don't think a lot of people saw happening. I think there was a consensus that he was going to Hendrick, but he's back with Penske, looking to win another championship there. He signed through 2021, so we'll see what Bad Brad does. Ryan Blaney's back in the 12. Um, I think Ryan Blaney struggled at points last season. He got a win, uh, was out in the round of 16. He's going to look for an impressive season this year. I think he's going to improve, and uh, we'll see what Ryan Blaney has. Uh, also, Matt Diabenedetto is driving the 21. That's for Wood Brothers Racing, but Wood Brothers is a partner of Penske. So Diabenedetto had a good season, was so close. To getting wins, but he showed a lot. I think showed that he's very capable. He got that car to the playoffs, and I think uh, Matt D will will be good in this last season there with Wood Brothers because the next guy we're going to talk about, Austin Cendrick, uh, will be there next season. So Austin Cendrick back in Xfinity, but he will drive select races in the 33 this year for Penske, and that will start in the Daytona 500. Of course, he will have to race his way in. But Austin Cendrick is mighty capable of doing so. So, Ben, what are your expectations for this season? You're looking at, you know, the future with Benedetto and Cendrick, as well as Brian Blaney. And then you're looking at Logano and Keselowski, who once again are jockeying for the number one driver position at Penske. Yeah, like you said earlier about that rumor of Keselowski going to Hendrick didn't happen. He signed just a one-year deal. A lot of people are speculating, you know, he didn't quite make the big deal because he knows his market value right now. And with COVID, the... Economy for sponsor and everything isn't quite there. So hoping 
uh, you know, by the time fall hits and he'll be kind of looking at his contract again, he's able to, you know, go strike something big. Who knows if maybe he'll even retire or go to another team. That's going to be interesting to develop to follow through the whole season. Uh, I think obviously him and Lagan are they're going to have strong seasons. They're, they always do. Uh, yeah, Blaney, I'm still looking for him to take the next step. I feel like he was really competitive at the beginning of last year. Uh, obviously, he got a win and made in the playoffs, but like he just didn't quite close out races and just maybe found some luck or maybe pit strategy just didn't go in their hand and everything. So I think the the crew chief change that they had definitely benefited all. It honestly benefited all three of them. All three of them had a good season. Um, but I, I'm still waiting for him to kind of, you know, start plugging off multi-win years. Um, Matt Benedetto, on the other hand, yeah, I mean, so he'll be back in the 21, which is really good for him because he hasn't had a season where he stayed in the same car for two years in a row in quite some time. So I definitely think he'll be getting a win at some point this year, if not maybe two or three. Uh, That's what I certainly hope for. Um, But yeah, he's going to have to, again, fight for another ride. So we'll we'll see how that plays out. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see Cindric run a couple races this year. It's cool that they're bringing back the 33, I, I guess, in more of the sport rather than Penske. I'm not sure why they went with that, but interesting decision. But yeah, so Penske looking for another strong year. Yeah, next you got our first new team, uh, 23XI Racing, which is owned by Joe Gibbs Racing driver Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan. It's the team's first season, uh, and they will be rolling with driver Bubba Wallace. He will be uh, handling the number 23 car this season. Ben, expectations for this new team? I'm not sure, honestly. I mean, they, they've got some really good Toyota backing. They have a lot of big sponsors. So the money's there. It's just whether or not they can put it together. You know, it, it, based off their social media posts, like they're just getting their shop and, you know, getting all their cars and their parts and, and their people kind of hold it together. So, you know, I'd say look for them to struggle in the beginning of the season, but that's just more team chemistry. They have to build this team up. Obviously, it's brand new. So, um, but I, I have definitely think that Bubba is going to be putting a lot of pressure on him. Um, you know, this is probably the best opportunity he's had in a in a while, probably since he drove um, for KBM in the truck series to be in a really competitive team. That's what I hope so, if they can reach their full potential. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think they'll be very good this season, but I do expect glimpses of it. I think it's just because, you know, they've got to get through those growing pains. Um, but, you know, I think Bubba Wallace is a... Uh, good enough driver that he, he can get it going. I think it is so key, though, uh, to have that um, chemistry. Next up, Ganassi Racing. Kurt Busch is back in the one car. and uh, He's looking for another deep run. He made it to the round of eight. Won at Las Vegas, his home track. Um, Kurt Busch, one of those veterans. Uh, I, I do think he'll have a good season. And Ross Chastain, who's driving the 42, I think is going to learn from him. Ross Chastain's first full season. He's not up for the Rookie of the Year, though, because he's driven at other teams before. Uh, he's signed through 2021. See what he gets this year. He's kind of got a prove-it deal. Um, I do think he is the future of Ganassi. I think this is a good pick. Um, what is your um, expectation, Ben, for Ganassi? think Ross Chastain will win a race this year. Yeah, I don't know. That 42 really was pretty bad with Matt Kenseth of last year. Um, obviously, he's been... At- out of full-time racing for a little bit, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Kurt Busch got a win, but they just don't quite have consistent upfront speed. Just kind of like the, it almost kind of reminds me of the, uh, the other Stuart Haas cars 
So I, yeah, I don't know what to expect through him. Um, I think, you know, Ross is kind of reminds me of kind of like a Tyler Reddick, Kyle Larson type driver with an edge. Um, you know, I hope though he can kind of get what he gets out of the car and I hope they don't judge what he can do this year based off of one year. Um, just cause that car really hasn't been that good. I feel like Kyle Larson tried to get pretty much everything out of it. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We'll we'll have to see again how that plays out. Yeah, next up, Richard Childress Racing. Austin Dillon is looking to bid off a competitive year last year in the three. Austin Dillon won a race, was really good in the round of 16, got to the round of 12. Um, so expect a lot of speed from this team that showed it last year. Tyler Reddick is also back once again in the eight. Tyler Reddick had some good runs. He's looking to build off of. Um, his first year here in a sophomore campaign. Ben, expectations for RCR? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, honestly, for this one as well. Um, I think Tyler Reddick will take a good step coming into his second year. Austin Dillon, you know, he really, once he hit the playoffs, he actually found some good speed. Uh, you know, I wish they, they probably wish they would have had more of that throughout the year, but, uh, you know, hopefully they're able to, you know, find some offseason improvements to make them kind of more of a consistent upfront runner. I feel like they haven't quite been the A tier team that they have been in the past, you know, 10 years or so, but maybe they're working their way back up. Yeah, next up, Richard Petty Motorsports. Eric Jones, who was with Gibbs, will drive the 43 this season. Uh, it's his first season in a Chevy. They announced that um, Armor Oil will be his uh, sponsor this year. So that's pretty cool. Next up, Roush Fenway Racing. Ryan Newman is back in the six. Had a scary accident at the beginning of the year. Didn't have really a good season after he came back. I think he's looking to get back in the direction, get that six car um, back in the playoffs. And he will be beside Chris Buescher, who's had a good year last year. I mean, was competitive, almost won a race or two. Um, at, you know, of course, the Super Speedways. He'll be back in the seventeen. Next up, Front Row Racing, Anthony Alfredo is going to take over the 38. Kind of a strange off-season departure of John Hunter Nemechek, who drove one season with the team, and now he's going to truck. So Anthony Alfredo will have a pretty high ceiling at, uh, with the 38, and I, I think he'll have a good season. Don't know if he'll win Rookie of the Year. It's um, pretty hard against Briscoe, uh, for sure. Michael McDowell back in the 34. Um, Michael McDowell almost won at the Daytona Road Course. Um, he's, he's looking to have a good season. David Reagan will run the 36 in the Daytona 500. He finished fourth last season, so definitely a good shot maybe to win the 500. Uh, ben, who you got next? Yeah, so looking at JTG Jordy Racing uh, for this season, Ricky Stenhouse will be back in the 47. No changes there. Looks like most of their primary sponsors are coming back, which is good for them. They have quite the array, uh, which is cool to see. Uh, this is kind of interesting development uh, within the past week or two. So Brad Doherty talked about on Sirius XM that they actually sold the 37 charter, and they're going to race as an open team this year. And they're... Um, they have, I believe, funding for about 20 to 22 races, if I remember right. Um, and if they don't make the 500 and really don't have a good first couple races of the year, it sounds like they'll just shut the car off and just go to a single car team, which is really disappointing for Ryan Priest. Hasn't quite done much at JTG. He was in the 47, went to the 37, 
Uh, and now he's not even really going to get a, a third year possibly. So we'll keep an eye on that as the next few weeks go through. And that team was pretty disappointing last year. Not a whole lot to, uh, you know, pride themselves on. They were on the front row for the Daytona 500, but that's really about it. Most DNFs of any team. So, I mean, they got a lot to be looking forward to hopefully this year. Uh, next up, Live Fast Motorsports, a new team. Um is owned by Matt Tift along with B.J. McLeod. Uh, B.J. McLeod will be their driver. He will drive the 78 car. Ben, expectations for this team. Uh, probably not going to be very good this year, um, but do you think that they'll show strides um, and, and maybe get up front in one or two races? Yeah, I don't know. I don't really see them being very competitive. Uh, I don't know if they have an alliance or anything or what kind of money they're bringing into the sport. So. Yeah, we'll see. I think they're definitely going to be overshadowed uh, by 2311 and probably Trackhouse with, and we'll get to that in a second, with the new teams that are coming up. So I don't have much uh, anticipation for them. And next up, uh, Rick Bear Racing, uh, basically the Monopoly version of all the low-tier teams in the Cup Series. Uh, not kind of a little bit. Uh, moving and shaking. Josh Balicki will be full-time in the 52. Cody Ware is back in the Cup Series. Uh, kind of made his return to racing late last year. Ran in the 24 hours of Daytona uh, in the LMP2 class. He'll be in the 51. Joey Gase will be back in the 53. And Garrett Smithley will run part-time. So the Monopoly continues to grow as uh, a lot of these lower teams are banking on this new next gen car that is coming yeah, up next up spire motorsports um gonna run full time with Corey lajoy as their driver he's gonna run the seven um Corey lajoy good to see he's got a ride um sadly go fast close its doors that was the team he was driving for uh, and now he's at spire also spire will have jamie mcmurray running a second entry at the Daytona 500 in the 77. Good to see him back. He's a former 500 winner. He knows how to get it done at Daytona. And then they'll also have Justin Haley in the 77. This year he'll make starts at Phoenix and Michigan. So Spire, I think, is the future of the sport. Um, I think especially you know with Justin Haley. I think they really wanted Haley to drive this year, but he's back in the Xfinity as well. But they're going to let him drive a couple races. They're going to have people like Jamie McMurray driving there, and they have a young star in Corey LaJoy. Next up is Starcom Racing. Quinn Hoff, uh, kind of a surprise, is back in the double zero for them, and uh, owner Derek Cope is going to be running 500 uh, at in the 15, the, I believe, 62 or 63-year-old uh, making another start. A lot of people were kind of bashing him for wondering why, you know, NASCAR's letting a 62-year-old run in the 500. But, hey, you know, owns a team. If they can put it together, I believe he is going to have to race his way in. Is that right, Bryson? Yeah, he's going to have to, but he's a former Daytona 500 champion, surprisingly. Um, and I think Derek Cope will have a good shot to get in. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he will have to. Uh, maybe it's because of the car, not so much that he is a former winner, but we'll see. And uh, with them as well, um, I believe there's 48, somewhere in the high 40s for entry lists uh, this year coming to the 500. So there's going to be a, a, a lot of cars that are going to be really good racing into the field. So that'll definitely be duck tough for Derek. Yeah, next up is Trackhouse. So Daniel Suarez will drive for this first-year team in the 99. 
uh, Trackhouse has some of the nicest paint schemes so far. Um, they have a lot of big-time sponsors as well. Pitbull is a partner in the team, uh, and the team owner is Justin Marks, who is a former uh, driver as well. So I think Trackhouse is going to have a good year. I, I'm very confident in Daniel Suarez. It's a little bit, it's a lot better than Gaunt Brothers. We're we're pretty sure, but we'll see what they can do out on the track. But yeah, Trackhouse is back in the '99, and they have uh, an alliance with RCR, so they're going to be getting some pretty decent equipment at least to start out. Uh, but up next is uh, MBM Racing. Timmy Hill's back in the '66, and they'll be running a second car with uh, Garrett Smithley again, another team that is going to have to race their way into the 500. Next up is Beard Motorsports. We don't really know what the future holds for this team in the season, but we do know they're going to run the 500 in the 62. It will be Noah Gragson, uh, who drives for Junior Motorsports in the Xfinity Series. It was originally supposed to be Jimmy Johnson. He turned down Brendan Gong and Chris Beard. Um, so Noah Gragson, try to get it done for Beard Motorsports. And up next, uh, Gone Brothers uh, with Ty Dillon leaving Jermaine Motorsports with them closing and selling their charter. He's been kind of looking for some part-time gigs and actually kind of landed with Toyota. So he'll be running the first two races of this season uh, with the 96 car. And then he'll be running the Bush Clash with uh, the 23 um, for 23-11 racing because Bubba Wallace is not eligible, but they still wanted to run it. Next up is College Racing. Uh, Kaz Grala will run the 500 in the 16. The 16 car for College Racing has won a Daytona race before with Justin Haley. Also, A.J. Allmendinger will drive select races for the teams. That will start at Daytona Road Course. Um, he's just going to drive road course races, which I think is good with, you know, eight on the schedule. Um, so, yeah, there's College Racing. Not going to drive full-time this season, but they will be present at some cup races. And then kind of a honorable mention, uh, Go Fast Racing. Originally, when Corey LaJoy announced to be leaving the team, they were going to go down, they're going to scale down to a part-time deal. It sounded like Ryan Ellis was going to run some races throughout the year, but now it sounds like that's kind of fallen apart and he'll be going to Xfinity Series. And they haven't announced any plans to run the 500, and they haven't confirmed uh, whether or not they're going to still be trying to do any races this year. Yep, so that is the cup lineup. We're going to move into trucks. Uh, quickly, we're just going to you know, go over some of the big teams, some of the new drivers. Uh, I think the truck season is going to be very fun uh, with some new cars. And we'll get right into it with Young's Motorsports. Um, so Chris Wright is going to be driving the 02. He's up for Rookie of the Year. Tate Fogelman is back with the team. He drove the 02 last season. He's in a new number. He will drive the 12. Spencer Boyd is back in the 20. Spencer Boyd has won a race before for the team at Talladega a couple years ago. Uh, Spencer Boyd is a fan favorite. Uh, excited to see what he can do. And Tony Bredinger uh, will drive part-time in the 82. Um, I will say this. The trucks uh, are filling up with uh, female drivers. It's good to see a little bit of diversity in the sport. But, yep, there's Young's Motorsports looking to have a better season than last year. Up next, David Gilliland Racing. They announced recently uh, Haley Deegan will be running full-time. That was kind of the end of last year. And then she'll be running the number one truck. And uh, Monster looks like will be the primary sponsor of that. And she'll be running for Rookie of the Year. 
And then Tanner Gray, the former NHRA Pro Stock champion, will return to the 15, just a two-car, two-truck operation, and most likely will runs a third or fourth truck part-time throughout the season is what it sounds like. Next up is GMS. Sheldon Creed is back in the two. He's looking to defend his truck championship. What a crazy race that was at Phoenix. Uh, Zane Smith is back in the 21, looking to improve off the last season he had. Two wins. Uh, and Zane Smith looked good uh, for most of the season. Chase Purdy is in the 23, so that's you know cool to see Chase Purdy. Drove a couple races last season, but now he's got the opportunity to drive full-time. Raphael Lazard, who was with KBM, is now with GMS. He's in the 24. At first, it was just going to be a part-time thing, and then he found sponsorship, and he'll drive the whole season in the 24. And Tyler Ankrum in the 26 uh, for GMS. And up next, KBM, Kyle Busch Motorsports. John Hunter Nemechek makes kind of a, a jump de- back down to the truck series. Uh, he'll be running in the four truck. Uh, look for him to be have a very competitive season and definitely an early championship favorite. Chandler Smith will take over the 18 from Christian X. Um, Safe Light will be returning to that truck. And the 51 will have be split between Kyle Busch and Drew Dollar kind of throughout the season. Drew Dollar, ARCA driver, uh, would be cool to see him get a chance, get an opportunity uh, with KBM. Next up is Thor Sport, who had a lot of changes this offseason. Uh, they're moving to, to Toyota. They were with Ford last season, so now they're uh, a, a Toyota team. Um, Johnny Sauter back in the 13, Matt Crafton back in the 88, Ben Rhodes back in the 99. Ben Rhodes tried to make enemies with everybody last year. And sadly, uh, yeah, I would say this is some sad news. Grant Enfinger, who got to the final four last season, is only driving part-time because his sponsorship pulled out. He will drive 12 races, and Christian X will drive 10 races for the team. So Enfinger for 12, X for 10. What's pretty interesting about this is Rhodes and X got into quite the skirmishes on the track last season. So it'll be interesting to see how they work together as teammates on the same track. And up next in East Motorsports, uh, looks like Ryan Shrex will be back in the 40 truck. Kind of ran some part-time deals. Bryson, do you know if he's doing full-time or is he doing uh, part-time again? Yes, Ryan Truex is full-time this season, so that's, that's uh, good to see. That's definitely good to see. He hasn't had a you know full-time campaign in a few years, so that's awesome to have some consistency throughout the year. Uh, Carson Ho- Hosevar will be in the 42, also running full-time, uh, and is up for Rookie of the Year. Uh, ran some part-time kind of throughout last year. And had a really good run at the uh, Truck Roval, or the Daytona Roval in the Truck Series last year. Uh, and Brett Moffitt, kind of surprising. It was kind of a late announcement. He announced he was going to run the 0-2 uh, for our Motorsports um, with full-time, which he's still doing, but he also announced he'll be running the 45 for Nice Motorsports full-time. Makes the jump from GMS Racing and will actually be running for points uh, for uh, Nice Motorsports in the 45. So that's definitely interesting. And he will, again, be a championship favorite after he was so close getting a second championship last year in Phoenix. Hattori is back once again with Austin Hill. Austin Hill's in the 16 this season. Um, Austin Hill was the regular season truck champion and sadly had kind of a disappointing performance in the playoffs. He's looking to get to the championship four and win a championship. 
Stuart Friesen will return to Hallmar Racing, Friesen Racing, uh, back in the 52. Uh, looks like, again, he'll be running the full season for them. Rackley War, which is a new team to the Truck Series, is calling on veteran driver Timothy Peters. Good to see him back. He will run full-time in the 25 truck this season. And Front Row Motorsports will return uh, with Todd Gillen back in the 38. Wasn't really sure if they were going to continue this truck team, but glad to see Todd is running the series for, I believe, for his fourth season. Yeah, and they were pretty good um, last season. Almost won uh, a couple races. Gateway comes to mind. Um, So they showed some glimpses. I think the second year of this team is going to be really good. Next up, Jordan Anderson Racing. Jordan Anderson is back in the three. Um, second place finish at Daytona last season. Didn't really do nothing else really notable uh, in the season, but he's going to drive some Xfinity races. He will get to that later. But he was back in the three for trucks. Hill Motorsports sees Tyler and Timmy back in the 56 split part-time. AM Racing will bring Austin Wayne Self back. He will drive the 22 for the team of the trucks. Good to see Austin Wayne Self. Uh, it's definitely a fan favorite for sure. And finally, Bill McAnally Racing returns uh, with Derek Krause in his second season in the 19. So that's the truck rundown. Now we're going to move to Xfinity. Uh, the Xfinity series was, I will say this, the best series last season. It was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, championship race went down to the wire. Uh, it was just a good year. You had a lot of drivers um, going back and forth. I think it's going to be really good this season as well. Let's get right into it. Colleg Racing, um, Justin Haley returns in the 11. But they have some new drivers, right? Jeb Burton will run the 10 full-time for Colleg. Um, he is replacing Ross Chastain, who had tons of second-place finishes last year, and then A.J. Allmendinger, who won a couple races, uh, is back full-time for Colleg in the 16th. Colleg Racing, I'm telling you, they are coming for the championship this year. Definitely watch out for that team. Up next, RSS Racing, Ryan C. Gracing. Uh, they're going to be switching to Ford next year. Uh, Ryan will still be in the 39 competing full-time. And this one is a shocker. It just came out a few days ago. Natalie Decker is making the jump from the truck series. Uh, and we'll be running about five races in the 23. So that is certainly an interesting move. Uh, you know, she really has not done a single positive thing in the truck series or any consistency, a lot of wrecking. She went through two or three teams there and now is making the jump to Xfinity. Uh, looks like they have some sort of a deal with a, a record red street records. Uh, that's going to be her primary sponsor with Jason crab. Um, I haven't heard of him. I'm not sure about you, Bryson, but so we'll see how that goes. I, you know, it's maybe cool to see that they're bringing back the caution clock for the Xfinity series. Yeah. Natalie Decker also, um, the RSS car she's driving is a partnership with Rayoon brothers racing. So next up, Joe Gibbs racing, Daniel Hamrick in the 18. He's making the jump from junior motorsports to Gibbs. He only drove part-time for junior. Now he's full-time for Gibbs in the 18. Brandon Jones back in the 19. Brandon Jones had a good season. Had about three or four wins. Um, expect big things from him. Harrison Burton in the 20. Caught fire in the playoffs. Won at Texas. Won at Martinsville, but was not in the running for it um, after being eliminated. Uh, I think Harrison Burton's going to have a big year. Will definitely be a favorite. And then 
In the 54, you've got Ty Gibbs, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, and Ty Dillon. Ty Dillon will start it all off at Daytona driving the 54. And up next, Junior Motorsports. Uh, three of their four cars will be turning with the same drivers, Michael Nett, Justin Elgar, Noah Gregson. And then the eight car is going to have a lot of shuffling. Um, so originally last year, they announced that Sam Mayer will be as soon as he, I believe, turns 18, will be running the last half of the season. They'll be going full-time in 2022. But in the meantime, Miguel Paluto is going to be running some road course races. It just announced that a few days ago. And Josh Berry will be running about 12 races uh, in the A car. Really cool to see Josh Berry back in the Xfinity series. Same with Miguel Paluto, um, who will be sharing the sponsor with Brant. I know him and Justin Allgaier are pretty good friends, so excited to see him back in NASCAR. Next up, Storehouse Racing goes from Chase Briscoe to Riley Herbst this season. Riley Herbst will try to fill the shoes of Chase Briscoe, who went on a mission last year to try to win every single race. Riley Herbst in the 98. That car will be sponsored by Monster Energy as well. And uh, next up, RCR, Maid Snyder will be running full-time in the two-car. And I believe, if I remember right, they are going to be looking to run a second car part-time throughout the season. Next up, Penske Racing, Austin Sendrick is back in the 22. He's looking to defend his Xfinity title this season, trying to go back-to-back, as Drake would put it. And BJ McLeod Racing, Matt Mills uh, will be running full-time in the 5. And Jesse Little makes the move from Johnny Davis Motorsports to run the 78 full-time. That's your guy, Ben. Jesse Little, good to see. Uh, UNCC alum as well. Um, Next, JDM Motorsports, uh, a team that I think has a really star-studded roster, and I think they're going to have a really good season. Colby Howard goes full-time in the 15 for JDM. Jeffrey Earnhardt is full-time in the zero. Landon Castle, who um, is a cup veteran in the four. And Ryan Vargas, who is sponsored by TikTok, will drive the six. Our Motorsports has Brett Moffat back in the 02. He'll be running full-time. Uh, but will not be running for points. Uh, and for the Daytona race, uh, Tyler Reddick is going to be driving the 03, which is going to be interesting. The team expands to two cars, and we'll be on the lookout to see if they run uh, any more races with the second car throughout the season. Jordan Anderson Racing. Uh, it's interesting to talk about Jordan Anderson not in the truck series, but Jordan Anderson will run the 31 full-time this year for his own team, and they're a partnership with RCR. So it would definitely be cool to see Jordan Anderson getting a shot in the Xfinity Series. Mike Harmon Racing has Kyle Weatherman will be running full-time in the 47. That will be the first time that this team will be running uh, two cars full-time, and Bailey Curler will be in the 74. Next up, SS Greenlight Racing. Joe Graff is in the 07. He returns once again. Also, Rick Ware Racing will partner with SS Greenlight, and Cody Ware will drive the 17. And Sam Hunt Racing, uh, this is kind of a cool uh, piece of news, will be um, running 20 races with Santino Ferrucci, uh, the former IndyCar driver um, for about for in the 26. Uh, it be cool to see. I know he said he was looking to get some more oval experience. I'm not sure... If he has any plans to do any open wheel racing, I don't think he has uh, a contract in IndyCar right now. He got replaced at Dale Coin Racing with Ed Jones, uh, but it's cool to see a, you know an IndyCar guy coming to do some NASCAR stuff. 
Next up, GGM Racing, Alex LeBay back in the 36. Josh Williams back in the 92, both drivers full-time. Mario Goslin, though, the team owner, will drive the Daytona race in the 91. And another new team to NASCAR, Big Machine Racing. Uh, they've kind of done some sponsorship for some title races. I believe Indianapolis might have been one of them. Jade Buford, he was a kind of road course guy that made some starts. So we'll be running in the 48 for them. Next up, Jeremy Clements Racing. Jeremy Clements back in the 51. Surprised they're going full time because they lost uh, their sponsor, Corvette Parts last year but they're back good to see jeremy clements is definitely a fan favorite uh hoping for big things for him jimmy means racing will be back full-time in the 52 it'll be greg alden he kind of was jumping around the past few years in a couple different cars but he'll have a seat throughout the year with them uh and then brandon built motorsports brandon brown back in the 68 made the playoffs last year looking to do so again this season so that is everything there, Trucks, Cup, Xfinity, um, and the rookie rundown, just go over it real quick, to Chase Briscoe and Anthony Alfredo for Rookie of the Year. Um, ben, what are your way too early Rookie of the Year predictions? I, I'm going to have to go with Chase Briscoe, just with his experience uh, and equipment advantage over Anthony Alfredo. We're not sure if we're going to be doing the segment too much throughout the year, just because with only two drivers, uh, maybe we'll give them a quick shout throughout the year. I'm still surprised that Anthony Alfredo got picked to go to Front Row Motorsports. Uh, this is going to be the second year in a row that they have a rookie in that car. Uh, and I'm not sure if it was a sponsorship thing. I mean, he made some select Xfinity races. You know, he ran full-time in trucks maybe for a season. So what, what about you, Bryson? Yeah, Chase Briscoe uh, winning it. My uh, bold prediction for Chase Briscoe is that he wins two races this year. Well, let's move into the show wrap-up. We're going to have our picks for the Clash, the front row of the 500, the truck race, the Xfinity race, um, the cup race, and then we're going to give you our way too early championship picks for all three series. Ben, kick it off. The Clash is going to be moved to the road course this year, as we kind of talked about last year. I'm going to go with the guy that finished second, Denny Hamlin. I'm going to go with the defending champion, Road course specialist Chase Elliott wins it at the Clash. And then we're going to give predictions for the uh, Daytona 500 qualifying, just because that's always a big deal for that. Uh, my front row, I'm going to go with two guys that have, you know, making some big steps uh, in the offseason going into this year. I'm going to go with Kyle Larson, Alex Bowman. Larson, first year with Hendrick, he's got a lot to prove. And some really good equipment. Have to see how this, this year goes. Bowman moving to the 48, obviously. Ally racing. I think it'll be a good story. Yeah, I'm going to pick uh, Alex Bowman in the 48 to win the pole. And Chase Elliott to be right beside him. Uh, it's hard to bet against Hendrick in 500 qualifying. Because Hendrick Motorsports has a great super speedway program. Um, but yeah, it'll be cool to see. We're not going to give predictions uh for the duels because qualifying is on Wednesday and that'll set the field for the duels as well. Front row is locked in, uh, but the rest of the field will not be after Wednesday. So Ben, who's your truck pick? I'm going to go with John Hunter Nemechek. Uh, I think he's going to start the season off with a big step and a big shakeup with the, the full-time drivers coming from the cup series. 
I'm going to pick Jordan Anderson. Second place at Daytona last year. Grant Enfinger beat him by a nose. Jordan Anderson, I think, will win at Daytona. Ben, what's your Xfinity pick for Daytona? I'm going to go with Allgaier. Uh, Junior Motorsports is always good at Daytona, and I think it's his turn to get some, some of that Daytona magic. I think it'll be Justin Haley. That's my pick, Justin Haley. Uh, College Racing works together well at Super Speedways, and I think they'll do it again, and Justin Haley will kick it off, punching his ticket to the playoffs early. Ben, who do you think will win the great American race? It is the 53rd running. Uh, man, really exciting. I'm going to go with Brad Keselowski. I think he's finally going to get that 500 that's kind of been looming him. He's won pretty much everything else that he's kind of wanted to championship and everything. He's won a lot of races um, at the Coke Zero 400 or the you know the summer race for Daytona, but not quite that all the great All-American race in February. Uh, I'm going to pick teammate uh, Brad Keselowski, Ryan Blaney. Great super speedway driver, won at Talladega. I think he'll win the Daytona 500. Ben, let's get into our way too early championship picks. I give you the floor. Who do you think will be champion, raising the trophy high in Phoenix at the end of the season? I think looking at Jimmy Johnson retiring last year, there's only one driver in the whole field, if you can believe it, has uh, multiple championships, and that's Kyle Busch. I think one guy that definitely should have maybe two or three right now with the seasons he's had in the past is Kevin Harvick, and I think he's finally going to get a second championship. My pick is Bad Brad. I'm going to go Brad Keselowski to win the championship. He got to the Final Four, finally got over the hump. He's got something to prove. He may not come back to Penske. He wants to tell these teams, hey, I'm the real deal. You want me there. I think Brad Keselowski will be champion in Phoenix. Ben, who do you got Xfinity Championship? Who will be raising the trophy in the Xfinity Series at Phoenix? I'm going to go with Harrison Burton. He didn't really have a good truck campaign. He bumped up to Xfinity. A lot of people thought it was too early. He's just going to be a one and done. A lot of times Toyota does that and JGR with their drivers. He had a really good season last year in Xfinity for uh, one rookie of the year. And I think this next year he's going to come back with a lot of fire. I think he's going to get that championship. I'm going to pick Noah Gragson. Um, so close to going to the championship four last year. Harrison Burton, Ben's pick, passed him in the final turn. And that was pretty much all she wrote. Noah Gragson was too far um, out of it going into Martinsville. Yeah, Noah Gragson is going to be angry. He's going to be fired up, and he's going to be champion. And final uh, prediction for us, the truck series. I'm going to go with Zane Smith. Made it to the Final Four last year. Didn't quite have speed in Phoenix at all. Brett Moffitt uh, kind of overshadowed that and his teammate Sheldon Creed. Um, I think he's going to come back. Again, that was his rookie year, full-time running trucks, which is pretty impressive, but I think he's going to get it done in a second year. Uh, I'm going to pick John Hunter Nemechek. I think um, he's got something to prove, and I, I, I'm excited to see what will happen. I just feel in my gut. Sometimes you got to go with your gut feeling. That's what I'm doing. John Hunter Nemechek will be truck champion. Well, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of our season kickoff. Man, this has been a lot of fun. It's great to be back in the swing of things, getting to bring information to y'all. Um, ben, you got to tell me, how was your off season? 
It's good, man. Staying busy. You know, we're back in school right now uh, after having a nice winter break, and we're just on that grind right now, hoping to, you know, get back consistent with the podcast, work on some just, you know, everything we got to do to make sure we're setting ourselves up for the future. Yeah, totally agree with you. Man, this has been a lot of fun. Ben, send us home. So that's going to do it for the first episode of Season 2 of the Burnetown Racing Podcast. We'll be back next week, probably just Bryson. I may be out of town for a little bit uh, to take a look at the 500 and see how well our picks went over. Feel free to follow me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram with Neb underscore Natla. And follow me on Instagram, Bryson Foster, B-R-Y-S-O-N-F-O-S-T-E-R-259. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's been our first episode. We'll see you next time.